Back by popular demand, mortgage expert Jeff Stamen returns on today's episode of Reality. In this short and succinct episode, Jeff will share mortgage programs and strategies to help buyers and sellers win in a shifting market. This is the Reality Podcast, and I'm your host, Gary Scott. With more than 35 years of experience in the real estate industry, working in 10 major markets from New Jersey to South Carolina, and now as the president of the largest real estate company in the Carolinas, Allen Tate Realtors, I know what it takes to be successful in this business. This is real life, in real time, sharing real experiences of industry professionals to help both new and seasoned agents achieve their goals and realize their maximum potential. Allen Tate Realtors is a proud partner of Howard Hanna Real Estate Services, the largest independent family-owned real estate company in the country. With more than 13,000 sales associates and staff members across the combined companies, you'll have the opportunity to hear from the absolute best in the business. Join me each episode as we unpack the reality behind what it takes to make it in this great business. Welcome to Reality Podcast. Today, a return guest, Vice President of Production for Allen Tate Mortgage, Jeff Stamen. We're going to stay laser focused on three programs that we think are great for not just buyers, but sellers. And then we got a couple other questions for Jeff on our abbreviated version of the Reality Podcast. Jeff, how are you today? I'm doing great, Gary. It's good to be with you again on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, you uh, you hit it out of the park last time. We're still getting rave reviews, and I get emails, could you bring Jeff Stamen back? And so uh, today we're going to talk about three things specifically, and then, you know, as we will always do is uh, we'll uh, go off into a little different direction on a couple items. So, there's three programs that we have, and we think these three programs are must understand for our sales agents. And, and this isn't just Alan Tate sales agents. Every agent needs to understand that there are these programs out there. Right. Number two is, uh, you know, so often we think of buyer or mortgage programs for buyers. These are particularly good for sellers at the time of listing as well as buyers. So we're going to start with the Alan Tate cash guarantee. Tell us what that is, Jeff. This is a very cool program, Gary, that was spawned sort of as a result of uh, the market that we saw, you know, after the pandemic and then really up until really third quarter, probably of last year, where a lot of buyers were struggling to have their offers accepted because they were competing oftentimes against cash offers. And obviously, a seller is going to be more attracted to a cash offer because there's just less chance that that transaction could fall apart. So it was harder for people who were financing to compete in that market. And then some of that still exists today. So it's not a program that is extinct just because we've had sort of a a return to normal in the market. Um, I think it's still a very valid program. And effectively, what we do, Gary, is for the qualified buyer – we underwrite their uh, entire mortgage profile. So we're looking at their credit history, 
their finances. We're documenting and verifying their employment history, their income, and their assets. So what they're going to be using for down payment and closing costs, et cetera. So when we have a borrower that meets this criteria, then this is what's really cool. This allows their realtor to make a cash offer on their behalf. And so one, that benefits the borrower because obviously now they, even though they're going to finance, they're now competing with cash offers. And then it benefits the seller because obviously now more cash offers, stronger offer, more likely it's going to close. And and so what we do is um, when we have a qualified buyer, we stand behind that offer with a cash guarantee. So if something comes up before closing that prevents the borrower from qualifying for the financing on their loan, Allen Tate Mortgage will come in and buy the house for cash. So it does remove the financing contingency from the contract effectively as a cash offer. Awesome. Awesome. You know, it's interesting. You mentioned that, you know, this program and maybe the others, you know, kind of were a result or byproduct of the market energy kind of COVID. But, you know, I think one of the things that we think is so critically important is that we keep these uh, resources, these programs in our in our tool belt. You know, as 2023, uh, we get into the calendar year of 2023 and, you know, early returns, uh, you know, kind of through the month of January is it feels like the real estate market, uh, you know, is is truly returning to some sense of normalcy. But having these tools in your tool belt just gives us the buyer and the seller an added an added edge. So uh, let's go to topic number two, which is called buy. I think it's BBYS, buy before you sell. Let's not confuse that with BYOB, right? <laughs> uh, that's why I caught myself. B, uh, buy, BBYS, buy before you sell. What is that program, Jeff? How does the consumer and the agent benefit? Um, this is another great program that we've leveraged a lot. And what it does, it allows a borrower who needs the equity or the proceeds from their existing home, they need that. They need those funds to be able to qualify for the purchase of another house. So if you have someone who's moving, they want to move up or they're moving down or whatever, and they need the money from the sale of their existing residence to be able to qualify for down payment and closing costs on the new house. Well, in those cases, the, the agent would have to write a contract that's contingent upon financing and contingent upon the sale of the present residence. And then, as we've seen, sellers find that a little less appealing than other offers sometimes when there's a contingency for the sale of their existing home. So what we do is for the right for the for buyers that qualify for this program, we give them up to 70 percent of the equity in their existing property that they can then use for the purchase of the new home. They can use that for down payment and closing costs, et cetera. And then they can remove the contingency for the sale of their present residence, which makes it more, a a more appealing offer to sellers. 
And then also, I think that the added benefit is it just sort of gives them the luxury of selling their departure residence sort of, you know, at their leisure. Uh, and so you don't have that complexity of, I got to get all my furniture out on this day and the moving trucks lined up and everything, all the dominoes have to fall perfectly in place for those things to align. This way, someone can close on the purchase of the new property and take a week or so to get their furniture moved and the things all transitioned over to the new home and then sell the departure residence. And then, uh, and then they pay us back the advanced equity. So that's a great program and, and benefit. I mean, yeah. The, the buyer benefit is, you know, that helps strengthen their offer. The seller benefit obviously is that, um, you know, there, there's less, tr- there's less possibility of the transaction becoming derailed because of the sale of the present residence for the for the buyer. And we see that happen sometimes and it's unfortunate. Well, and I think the other point is uh, you've simplified to some degree a very complex transaction. You know, I've always marveled, uh, having been in this business as long as uh, you have been in 34 years, I've been in 36 years, I've always marveled at the, uh, call it the logistics of multiple moves, right? And how you know, I move from one house and it just, it all happens and it all works, but buy before you sell gives that seller a little bit of time to breathe, right? A little bit of time to process and not be in such a, I'll call it a logistical coordinating rush that I got to do everything in one day. I can do it over time. And there's a mortgage program that helps me accomplish that. So that's win for the buyer, win for the seller. Exactly. Great. So third program, Rate reducer. Here's what we know, Jeff. If interest rates start with a five, everybody feels better, right? right? It's the new normal. Uh, I've shared oftentimes that every day that goes by where there's not a two or three in front of it, people become more accustomed to the more uh, stable interest rate, five and a half, five and three quarters, six and a quarter. Rate reducer helps us navigate those times when maybe rates jump above 6%, yet we can market it differently. Uh, Share with our audience rate reducer. Yeah. The rate reducer is more commonly referred to in our business as a temporary buy-down. And the temporary rate buy-down is nothing new to the mortgage industry. It's something that's existed for years, but I say it's been in hibernation for a long time. So it's been dusted off and uh, resuscitated, if you will, um, starting probably around third quarter of last year. And what it does, Gary, is allows the buyer to get locked in on a fixed interest rate. So this is not an adjustable rate mortgage. It's a fixed interest rate. And let's say we talk about interest rates being around 6% right now. So the borrower gets locked in at 6% interest rate, but they can pay a subsidy. We call it a buy-down subsidy. And what that allows is them to start their first year of mortgage payments starts at 4%. So we call this a 2-1 buy-down. So they're locked in at 6%, but their first year, all their mortgage payments are calculated based on a 4% interest rate. And then in year two, all of their mortgage payments are calculated based off a 5% interest rate. And then in year three, and for the duration of their mortgage, 
they are locked in at 6%. Now, this comes into play a lot when a seller is willing to give a seller concession. And the buyer can use the seller concession to to pay for that buy-down subsidy. And it gets their rate starting, like I said, two points below whatever they're locked in at. And here's how it's calculated. So let's just hypothetically say someone's locked in at 6%. And at 4%, their mortgage payment is $400 per month cheaper than it was at 6%. All right. So we know that they're going to start and the first year of payments is going to be based on 4%. So if that's $400 per month savings versus the 6%, that's $4,800 in the first year that their mortgage payment is lower than it would have been. Okay. So we'll take that 4,800. We set that aside for a second. Then in year two, their mortgage payments are going to be calculated off 5%. And let's just hypothetically say that that mortgage payment is $200 less per month than the 6% payment. So now you got $2,400 of savings in year two. And when you combine the $4,800 of savings in year one, the $2,400 of savings in year two, that's $7,200 if I'm doing, my, you know, I'm not a mathematician, but I am in the mortgage business. So $7,200 is what they save in year one and two, and that's the cost of the buy-down subsidy. So who can pay for the buy-down subsidy? A buyer can pay for it. I think it only makes sense for a buyer to do that in certain circumstances. Where we see it more frequently, Gary, is when a when a seller is willing to give a seller concession, they can talk to their agent on the other side of the transaction on the buyer side and the buyer can work with the mortgage company to try and figure out what that calculation will be. And then they can give the seller the information on, hey, this is how much a buy down will cost. And instead of reducing their price to get their house sold, they make a smaller, more reasonable seller concession. The buyer's thrilled, the seller's happy, and it's a win-win situation for everyone. Love it. Alan Tate, cash guarantee, buy before you sell and rate reducer. Real quick, before we go, we've uh, we've thoroughly enjoyed our, I call them the reduced, I call them mini podcast. Our reduced podcast is we get right after it like you did this morning. Real quick, uh, interest rates, uh, you know, again, we recorded at a different day than our listeners are going to listen. Yeah. Uh, interest rates today are about, and then uh, what's your anticipation over the next couple of weeks? So today they're about 6%. Uh, we saw in, we saw a couple loans locked in in the high fives uh, a couple of weeks ago. So that's positive. Um, this what I call little fluctuation between 5.875 and 6% or 6 and 8 is not dramatic. It's not a volatile market. That's pretty normal. So <clears throat> I'd say we're starting to continue. We're we're continuing to see the trend that so many people predicted uh, last year, and that is when we kind of hit the peak at seven and a half. Uh, we started to say, as inflation starts to come down, that will result in the mortgage interest rates ultimately starting to come down a little bit as well. So I think we're seeing that now. I think we'll continue to see that trend, I think, slowly. Um, 
but still very optimistic that we will see 30-year fixed rates um, sort of consistently in the fives this year. Um, and let's just keep things in perspective, Gary, as you know, the, the 30-year average uh, over about a 50-year period, I think, is seven and a half or seven and a quarter. So as you mentioned earlier, we talked about rates being in the twos and threes, and everybody got accustomed to that. And then everybody starts to have a panic when you start seeing the sixes and sevens. But relatively speaking, historically, the perspective is much better when we're like, hey, it's 5.875 or six and an eighth right now. That certainly is a very competitive long-term interest rate for the mortgage industry. So uh, that should not be detouring people from moving forward with their purchase uh, ambitions. And I would say that the early returns in the month of January would suggest that what you just shared is actually has come to fruition. So uh, you use the word consistency and uh, we had Craig Cheatham on a podcast not long ago, right around the holiday. And uh, he believes, and I really uh, believe it as well, that the market in 2023 is going uh, to be uh, stable, you know, stability and consistency, predictability. Last year, it was vola- volatility. It was change. It was uncertainty. And any time in our lives, we have predictability, consistency and stability, you know, uh, as evidenced from consumer confidence, really taking a, a nice uh, increase over the past 30 days, quite frankly, in the month of January, University of Michigan consumer confidence was the highest since April of last year, and it was up five or six points from December. So I think all of those data points as we look at our, our economy uh, bode well for uh, our return to normal. So anyhow, Jeff, I want to say thank you for joining us uh, today. Always uh, full of great information. Uh, Appreciate you being on the Reality Podcast. Take care, buddy. Thank you, Gary. Great time. Enjoyed it.